Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be going through nausea and vomiting of pregnancy. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash hyperemesis or in the early pregnancy section of the Zero to Finals Obstetrics and Gynecology book. So let's get straight into it. Nausea is a very common symptom in pregnancy, particularly early on. Nausea and vomiting in pregnancy starts in the first trimester, peaking around 8 to 12 weeks of gestation. The severe form of nausea and vomiting in pregnancy is called hyperemesis gravidarum. Hyper refers to lots, emesis refers to vomiting, and gravida refers to pregnancy. Nausea and vomiting are normal during early pregnancy, and symptoms usually start from 4 to 7 weeks, are worst around 10 to 12 weeks, and then resolve by 16 to 20 weeks. However, the symptoms can persist throughout the pregnancy. The placenta produces human chorionic gonadotropin, or HCG, during the pregnancy, and it's this hormone that's thought to be responsible for the nausea and vomiting. Theoretically, higher levels of HCG result in worse symptoms. Nausea and vomiting are more severe in molar pregnancies and multiple pregnancies due to the higher HCG levels. It also tends to be worse in the first pregnancy and in obese or overweight women. Let's talk about making the diagnosis. Nausea and vomiting of pregnancy can be diagnosed based on a typical history. Nausea and vomiting needs to start in the first trimester and other causes need to be excluded before making a diagnosis. Let's talk in more detail about hyperemesis gravidarum. Hyperemesis gravidarum is the severe form of nausea and vomiting in pregnancy. The criteria for diagnosing hyperemesis gravidarum from the RCOG guideline from 2016 are protracted nausea and vomiting plus more than 5% weight loss compared with before pregnancy, dehydration and electrolyte imbalance. Next let's talk about assessing the severity of nausea and vomiting. The severity can be assessed using the pregnancy unique quantification of emesis or the PUQE or PUQE score and this gives a score out of 15 where less than 7 is mild, 7 to 12 is moderate and more than 12 is severe. So what's the management? Antiemetics can be used to suppress nausea. Vaguely, in order of preference and known safety, the choices are prochlorperazine or stematil, cyclozine, ondansetron and metoclopramide. Ranitidine and omeprazole can be used if acid reflux is a problem. The Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists also suggest some complementary therapies that may be considered and these include ginger and acupressure on the wrist at the PC6 point, which is on the inner wrist. Mild cases of nausea and vomiting in pregnancy can be managed at home with oral antiemetics. 
Admission to hospital should be considered when the patient is unable to tolerate oral antiemetics or keep down any fluids. There's more than 5% weight loss compared with pre-pregnancy. Ketones are present in the urine on a urine dipstick and more than 2 plus of ketones on a urine dipstick is significant. Or there are other medical conditions that need treating in hospital. Moderate to severe cases may require ambulatory care, meaning a short day trip to the hospital, for example a stay on the early pregnancy assessment unit, or admission to hospital for IV or intramuscular antiemetics, IV fluids, for example normal saline with added potassium chloride, daily monitoring of their usernees or renal function blood tests whilst they're having IV therapy. Thiamine supplementation to prevent thiamine deficiency, which is one of the complications of prolonged nausea and vomiting. And remember that thiamine deficiency can cause Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome. And thromboprophylaxis to prevent blood clots with TED stockings and low molecular weight heparin during admission. So thanks for listening to this episode on nausea and vomiting of pregnancy. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about molar pregnancy.